the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you, America. We we made it. Wow. Whoo, sweet mercy. Dragging us across the finish line uh, for... A busy, busy day. Uh, wow, a lot happening yesterday and last night, and of course we're gonna we're gonna do a deep dive into what's going on with uh, Hunter Biden and uh, the Biden family crime syndicate. Look, uh, you, you need to understand something here, folks. Uh, they are they, and by they I mean the deep state, and of course the Democrat Party in particular. They're they're very concerned about. Hunter Biden meeting behind closed doors next week with the House Oversight Committee. And you've got folks within the deep state that do not want that to happen. Of course, the subpoenas went out. Hunter Biden has been ordered to appear behind closed doors for a deposition. And uh, no sooner than that happened, than all of a sudden, you uh, get these federal charges coming out of California. Do you really believe in coinkydinkydinkses? Do you? I don't think so. I not me, ladies and gentlemen. Not Todd Starnes. I've I've been around the block a time or two or three, and I've seen this. I've seen this before. So uh, pay very close attention to what's going to be happening in Washington over the next couple of days. Uh, because the, they're going to try their very best to make sure that Hunter Biden is not testifying up on Capitol Hill. And uh, we're going to get into more of that a little bit later on. I want to start with the insane interview between Alex Jones and Tucker Carlson. Now, say what you will about Alex Jones, but the guy has has a track record of of being right about a lot of stuff and is just really bizarre but and and i know he look he's done a lot of stuff that you know and and he's got a he's answered for that he's paid the price in the courts and i'm not going to talk about it. that's not the subject of of what i want to talk about but when it comes to the government when it comes to what the government has been up to this guy was out there at the very beginning saying hey look these things are going to happen in some ways, even predicted that 9-11 was going to happen. So anyway, it was a fascinating interview. And there's a lot to unravel. But I'm I'm just telling you, there is some weird stuff going down at the the White House. Now, I want to start off by by playing this clip. 
And Alex Jones is making some pretty interesting allegations about Joe Biden, his relationship with the dogs, you know, the dogs that are biting the Secret Service agents and everybody else, uh, terrorizing the White House, uh, those those little pooches. Um, and, uh, and and then apparently uh, our, our president uh, likes to wander around uh, the, the White House uh, buck naked. Cut 20. You see the system, the media going after Biden, and he deserves it, but they were covering it up until yes. now. Now they're covering the laptop. Now they're covering attack on the dog. Now they're covering, you know, all of his senility, all the corruption, the Chinese spies. Attacking a dog. What a pig he is. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I was told that by Secret Service and by uh, yeah. people that, let's just say, work with them. And I'm going to leave it at that. But I actually have a contact for you. I'd like to be able to hear it from them. But when this is over, I'll let you actually hear it from yourself. I think they'll tell you off record. I think they're willing to talk to you. Uh, but yeah, he, he, he is completely out of his mind. He wanders around for the entire two and a half years. But it's getting worse naked in the White House uh, in the middle of the night, doesn't know who he is. They have to give him a bunch of drugs, yeah. a bunch of amphetamines in the morning. Then they've got to drug him uh, at night. Sometimes he's got to, though, he'll like be out for the morning for a while, and then he comes back out at night for a ball. That's when there's a real problem. He is on drugs. I, I have established that. And I know someone who witnessed it. I'm not guessing at this. I know someone personally who witnessed him uh, taking amphetamines. And this was this was during the 2016 uh, 20, 2020 election. So how's this going to? That's huge. I know you don't play games. You've been proven no, I don't play games. This. So and, and we're going to play more of this. We it, it was just a jaw dropping, fascinating uh, interview with the insights and the sources those guys have uh, inside the White House and in Washington D.C. But what what strikes me as odd here is there's a pattern when it comes to the Biden family. Uh, you got Hunter stripping down for the hookers on the the laptop. You got Frank, the president's brother, uh, doing the selfies that he posted on the the, the gay hookup website. And then you've got uh, Joe Biden himself wandering around buck naked in, in the in the Oval Office. And all I could think of as as I was listening to this is that when when Trump takes the oath of office. Um, you know, they, here's how it works. So while, while they're, they're taking the oath of office and you're having the beautiful inauguration ceremony there at the U.S. Capitol, you have all of these movers and all of the White House staff, and they're literally in just within a span of a few hours, they're literally packing everything up from the Bidens and shipping that out. And they're moving, they'll be moving Donald Trump and, um, the, the beautiful first lady Melania Trump into the White House. I would recommend, if if I were President Trump, I would recommend, and by the way, the president's going to be on the show next week, and so we'll, we can actually talk about this, but I would recommend not doing that because I think it's going to take a good couple of weeks to fumigate and, and sterilize the White House because you don't know what that wrinkly butt has been, sink, has been sitting on. You don't know. We don't know. I mean, it's 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 horrifying to think that. By the way, Ben Dieter, you may not be aware of this, but you know the Lincoln bedroom, and Lord only knows what's been going on in there. But you know they say that that room is haunted. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, it's not haunted anymore. The ghost of Lincoln took one look at that wrinkly thing coming <laughs> down the hallway, and I whoa, sweet mercy, <laughs> we're out of here. We didn't sign up for that. <laughs> But you know, it's when you when you hear Tucker Carlson saying, "Well, you know, I've got I've got it verified that the guy's been doing drugs or hopping him up on something." 
And Biden may not even be aware of that. It may be that they're literally sticking the pills inside the porridge, inside the the cottage cheese or whatever the old people eat. Uh, That could be the case. I'm just telling you, folks, it this is it's, it's insane. And you can tell you can tell when Biden has been given the drugs. He's able to walk. He's able to to form words and sentences. He's um, able to go from point A to point B without getting lost on a stage. But when when the drugs are wearing off, and uh, Alex Jones in a later in a, in a later piece talks about how um, it, there are only certain times of day that Biden is actually you know cognizant. It's unbelievable. I want to play some more audio here, um, and, and there's a lot to unravel. This is the longer version of uh, Alex Jones uh, uh, talking about the situation in the White House. Cut 22. Uh, but, yeah, he, he he is completely out of his mind. He wanders around for the entire two and a half years. It's getting worse. Naked in the White House. Uh, in the middle of the night, doesn't know who he is. They have to give him a bunch of drugs, yeah. a bunch of amphetamines in the morning. Then they've got a drugging. Uh, at night, sometimes he's got to though. He'll like be out for the morning for a while, and then he comes back out at night for a ball. That's when there's a real problem. He is on drugs. I, I have established that, and I know someone who witnessed it. I'm not guessing at this. I know someone personally who witnessed him uh, taking amphetamines, and this was this was during the 2016 uh, 20, 2020 election. So how's this going? to That's huge. I know you don't play games. You've been proven no, I don't play games. With this was a. Well, I'll just say he's a makeup artist. Well, uh, no, you, you said the NSA spying on me. High level, and then a month later they went. Yes, we're spying on Tucker Carlson. Yeah, I know. So, so I, you don't make stuff up. And so, what I'm saying here is, Biden's a liability for him. Trump's a liability. What do they do? They have a right winger. They'll claim assassinate Biden, and they'll have a left winger assassinate Trump. That then gets the country even in more of a fight against each other. And then they put in Gavin Newsom uh, and you know somebody like Mike Pence or who knows, but. I really think the next 13 months is the most critical time, not just in American history, but world history. Because if they can bring down America, they're going to bring down the world. And then you've got the escalation. Remember a year ago, Biden said, you can't give F-16s and 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 uh, Abrams tanks and cruise missiles to the Ukrainians. That's World War III. Now they're doing it. So as Russia wins that war, as Colonel McGregor documented a few months ago with you, NATO is escalating. Well, that leads right to nuclear war. So we're so close. That fundamentally makes me so mad. This transcends politics. Since when do Democrats love war? Since when do Democrats love the intelligence agencies? They they love them now. And, and so really, the Democratic so dark. just so like the dark. Republican Party is a beachhead for sanity and populism. It's not perfect, but it's a beachhead. The Democratic Party is totally turned over to evil. That's why I thought RFK Jr. was so refreshing. But they're shutting him out of the primary process. They're blocking him. And so now he's going to run third party, which will take away from Trump. Most experts agree. I know Trump's people have looked at it, they think so. Of course. Uh, so that's very, very sad. So, and, 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 and it goes on. And, and I would encourage you to go watch the, the whole show there on X. It, it's really fascinating. But I, I, I share some grave concerns they have about, about where we are going in 2024 and just how dangerous these next few months are going to be. And it's not to, I don't want to overly alarm you. I don't want to scare you. I, I, I just want you to be informed and be prepared. And, and that's, you know, we talk a lot about that on the program is just being prepared, having a plan in case something, something happens. 
and, and we've seen this play out before. We we saw this with the George Floyd riots uh, in in Minneapolis and across America, and a lot of people seem to forget about the insurrections, and, and they that we. They use that term loosely. Now, insurrection doesn't mean what it used to mean. But when you might remember that there were actual attacks on the White House, dozens of Secret Service agents were, were left injured, many of them seriously. They they had to move Trump to a secure location in the White House as a rampaging mob outside clashed with, with uh, the Secret Service and tried to storm the White House. And remember the media coverage of that day? The media coverage was mocking Donald Trump. Oh, look at him. He's running away. He's running away. He's scared of the of the mob. He's scared of them. How come he doesn't go out there on the front lawn and communicate with them? This is MSDNC and CNN. These guys were out there mocking Trump because they had to rush the president to safety. And the reason they were doing that is they wanted Trump to they wanted Trump to be exposed to the danger. Remember, they tried to burn the mob. These are leftists. These are liberals. They actually tried to burn down St. John's Church, the Church of the Presidents. There was all sorts of, of violence and damage in our nation's capital directed at Donald Trump. And Alex Jones and, and Tucker Carlson expressed grave concerns that there might be an attempt on President Trump's life. Now, many people may not know this, but and it's, this is not a secret. I'm not divulging something here that is, a, that is private, but this is a very little-known fact that out of all the, the living presidents, Donald Trump is the only president who still has a full contingent of Secret Service agents. When many of you notice this, when, when he's traveling somewhere and you see the motorcades, There's a reason for that, because this president, Donald John Trump, is getting death threats, and it's off the charts. It's insane, the level of violence that's being directed at Donald Trump. But the media doesn't talk about that, not even the mainstream conservative media. They don't want to talk about that. But, But they're the reason why Trump is getting these threats. So there's a lot that's going to happen between now and Election Day. And that's why we've got to take a stand. That's why we've got to we've got to get your neighbors. Get your neighbors. Have them start listening to this radio program. Have them start listening to talk radio, conservative talk radio. Look, we're not going to we're not going to foment fear. We're not doing that here, but we are going to prepare you so that you're not surprised when something happens. But you cannot trust the Democrats. They are terrified. Joe Biden, the man is senile. He is decrepit. He is not running the country. He is not. And the Democrats know they've got some decisions to make. Quite frankly, the decisions have probably already been made. So, look, we're going to take, um, we're going to take a break here. We're coming back with your calls. The telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901 901- Two six zero five nine two six. This is the Todd Stern Show. Hi, this is Todd Stearns, and I want to update you on my Calitrin journey. I'm still losing weight. I'm also sleeping a lot better, and I've got a lot more energy. Calitrin really is about more than just weight loss. 
Here's my good friend Elizabeth from Calatron. That's right, y'all. You know, this time of the year, I know it's hard. You're probably even thinking that you've gained weight this time of the year already. But if you are taking Calatron, you're going to be losing weight. It's got a huge 86% success rate with our 90 days. So get on it now and you'll be looking better and feeling better before the new year even gets here. Our website is toploss.com. All the information about how it works, the success rate, the before and after pictures, it's all on our website, toploss.com. And then we've also got our big Christmas sale up right now, too. So you're going to save big. Again, toploss.com or call us toll-free, 1-833-TOP-LOSS. And be sure to use that discount code, Todd. Hi, I'm Hunter Biden hoping you're enjoying the holiday season. But tax time is just around the corner in April of next year. But you don't have to report your income using this one simple trick. Convert your earnings into a loan. When someone pays you back for a loan, or if you pay them back, you don't have to report it or pay taxes. Simple. Stick it to the IRS doing business the Biden way. Get your employer to pay you a loan in exchange for your services. Loan your dad 10% of a family business transaction. I thought you were paying me back. It doesn't matter, Dad. Paying a hooker for her services? She loaned herself to you, so you were just paying her back. (sighs) Why struggle at tax time when you can keep all the money for yourself without all the hassle? Should all loan payments be forgot and never brought to mind? Should all loan Calling income or payments to someone else alone may not work for everyone. If you're not a Biden or even a politically connected Democrat, the FBI, DOJ, and the IRS are unlikely to be on your side, limiting your success at tax time. We'll smoke some crack and forget all about that picture, picture of his behind. You, you know, you know, Paul Shanklin, uh, by the way, our our great parody guru, uh, turned out to be somewhat prophetic. Who knew that all of this was going to go down uh, just a few days after he dropped uh, that that great parody bit? Uh, well done, Mister Shanklin. And uh, by the way, ten thousand bucks—that's how much uh, Hunter Biden spent on the. Um, the the strip club the sex club is what they're calling it and i'm not sure how um how, who does that who spends ten thousand dollars on a sex club membership i'm not even sure some of the big country clubs charge that much money and uh, with the you know i mean if you go down to the local golf course and say you know you want to join um they're going to charge you what a couple of hundred bucks or you'll, there'll, there'll be some sort of an entry fee and then uh, when you get out on the golf course, um, you know maybe you forget your golf clubs, and uh, you got to pay a little bit extra for um, you know for Big Bertha. Looks like Hunter did that too. Just say. All right, uh, coming up, we're going to be taking your calls. Also, open line Friday, and so this is a day where you can call in, talk about whatever you want to talk about. Are you concerned about the the lead-up to the 2024 elections? We've got the Washington Post out there uh, with with an op-ed calling for people to openly rebel against Donald Trump if he is elected. 
Our telephone number, if you want to weigh in today, ladies and gentlemen, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Go into your phone calls coming up next. MyPillow is celebrating its 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillow sold. Mike Lindell at MyPillow wants to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in the history of MyPillow. You're going to get their queen-size MyPillow for $19.98, regular price $69.98, and just $10 more, you're going to be able to get a king-size pillow. You're going to receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products like bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. This is the time to try out some of their other amazing amazing products you've had your eye on. Go to MyPillow.com slash Starns. That's MyPillow.com slash Starns. Use the promo code Starns to get this amazing offer of the queen size MyPillow for $19.98 or call 1-800-839-8506. The offer comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's MyPillow.com slash Starns. Use the promo code Starns or call 800-839-8506. Promo code Starns. All right, folks, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Show. Coming up a little bit later on today, Virginia Fox is going to join us. Uh, The congresswoman from North Carolina uh, now launching a formal investigation of Harvard, uh, MIT, and the University of Pennsylvania. By the way, the uh, University of Pennsylvania could be jeopardizing a $100 million donation um, because they refused to get rid of uh, the president. All three presidents um, ought to be fired, removed based on uh, what they. I mean, they, they support anti-Semitism. On there, I don't, and I don't care about the uh, the, the statements coming out. Oh, you know, um, on second thought, it, we do think it's really wrong uh, for people to um, to kill Jews. No, 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 not on second thought, or you know, after we went back and revisited the issue. No, sir. If if you cannot condemn something like that right out of the gate. You don't belong anywhere near a university campus. Anyway, we'll be talking to Virginia Fox, also Eric Burleson as uh, well. All right, uh, to the phones we go, 901-260-5926. Let's uh, go to Little Rock, Arkansas. Jerry, what's on your mind today? Good morning, Todd. How are we doing? Jerry, I'm doing well. What's going on? Well, I was just wondering, my first thought when I heard about the indictment was the timing of this. If they had any confidence at all in the Democrats' ability to win the presidency next time around, either fairly or by stealing it like they did last time, if they had any confidence at all, wouldn't that just continue the slow roll? What do you mean? The investigation? What do you mean by that? Seems to me like uh, if Hunter uh, is afraid of being convicted and going to prison, don't they need to wrap the straw up, get a conviction, and uh, so his daddy can pardon him within the next thirteen months? I, I don't think that's I I don't think that's going to happen, Jerry. I, I I really don't. I I think the reason why the the indictments came down when they did is because they're very concerned about what Hunter Biden and his attorneys might tell them behind closed doors. So Hunter knows everything. 
And and I, I think the concern here, and and this may be even within the family, is that you know there is no honor among thieves, even in a family. So I I wonder if maybe Joe or maybe Doctor Mrs. First Lady Jill may be concerned that Hunter may not be loyal to them, you know, after all. Hmm. So, look, it's a, it's a good thought you have, but, but again, I, I don't think I, – I don't want to read too much into this just yet, but I think the ultimate goal here is to keep him from testifying behind closed doors. So, Jerry, appreciate that call. 901-260-5926. You know, we're doing, um, we're doing trivia all three hours of the program today. And I believe this is a great opportunity to toss out a trivia question. I told you, it's a Yuletide season, and we like to give away stuff here on the program. So here's the deal. Uh, Got to call in and uh, answer this correctly, and uh, you'll win a, a great prize out of the Todd Stern Show prize closet. Here we go. Uh, what does Clark Griswold – oh, I love that movie. What does Clark Griswold's boss give him instead of a Christmas bonus – in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? This is a great question. Clark Griswold's boss, what did he give all of the staff instead of a Christmas bonus? If you know the answer, give us a call, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. All right, got to play some more audio here. This is... um, this is from Alex Jones, and um, Alex Jones is uh, very concerned, very concerned about the globalist. And uh, he goes he goes off uh, with Tucker Carlson on this idea that we are moving into a period of, of world history where all of the nations are going to be unified, and that is a big problem. Cut 18. So that's why the WEF and the U.N., are coming in in, in in Ireland and in areas of Asia and in the Netherlands and saying, by 2030, 80% of your cows have got to be dead. And they just banned like 30% this year in the Netherlands. And it didn't matter people were 80% against it in polls. It didn't matter. Uh, they sent the military in against the peaceful farmers that were just protesting, just like the peaceful truckers in Canada got brutally attacked. And so they're all WEF globalist alumni that the big banks on record brag, they've penetrated the cabinets, to, to quote Klaus Schwab, they've put their operatives in to cut off our energy, demoralize us, release the hardened criminals, put the political activists in prison, uh, continue to cut off the resources to make an angrier world. Klaus Schwab says, we're going to make the world collapse. We're going to have everybody turn against each other. We're going to blame the political classes that we own and control. And then when we're done, we'll bring in our new solution. But first, they have to demolish the cultures and societies that we had before with the fentanyl, with the open borders, with the demoralization, and then they bring in their next phase, which is a high-tech cashless society, robot drone-controlled nightmare. Uh, More than half of the U.S. in their official U.N. maps that they've had for more than 25 years that are some of my first films show half the U.S. off-limits to humans. Uh, uh, all cars left to have GPS. Everybody by law left to have a cell phone at all times. Australia just did this last year, tr- tr- tried to push it through. And that's the admitted global UN standardized plan where you don't leave your house without a cell phone. Every car, uh, is, is, uh, robot kill switch, GPS controlled. California's moving to ban all the quote classic cars. 
That's any car that doesn't have a digital uh, ignition, and they admit it's for control. So if people think things are bad now, the straitjacket, the ball and chain is going on. It's all being militarily run. Our military is great men and women, but at the top, our military has been globalist, trained, New World Order people for at least 30, 40 years. They've got almost every general, every person under their control, and that's why it came out in the UK and, and Europe and also here in Canada. You pull up the headlines, a Defense Department purposely scared public into lockdowns, masking, and taking inoculations. A UK headline, a British Ministry of Defense secretly brainwashed and terrorized public. Canada, same headline. They even let you know, oh, the military is here to do this. And now, oh, the CIA and Justice Department is there to help surveil the public to stop disinformation. And it it turned out, of course, almost all that disinformation was true uh, about everything. So, all right, let me jump in here. So so then Tucker, so Tucker goes on uh, to write something on social media and and uh, Catherine Herridge, uh, the folks over at Fox are pushing back on, on what Tucker says. But Tucker is saying that the Biden administration privately is openly threatening Americans over Ukraine. In a classified briefing in the House, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin told members, House members, that if they do not give the administration more money so they can give that to Zelensky in Ukraine, then, quote, we will send your uncles, your cousins, and your sons to fight Russia. In other words, pay the oligarchs or we will kill your children. Now, uh, Catherine Herridge is saying, well, that's not true. Uh, Jennifer Griffin saying this is not true, that, um, that there was there's context there. But, but that, to me, sounds exactly like what they're, what they're threatening to do. You either give us the money or we're going to go to war with Russia. And do not put it past this administration to spark or stage some sort of an incident that would lead to to an armed conflict. The military-industrial complex is itching for a global war. It's that simple. It really is that simple. All right, uh, 901-260-5926 is our telephone number. That's 901-260-5926. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. Lisa in Greensboro, North Carolina, WSJS is our great affiliate in those parts. Lisa, how are you today? Well, my name is Beth, and I'm from Greensboro, North Carolina, so I don't know what happened there. Um, Beth, my sincere I, apologies. That's okay. That's okay. Um after that conversation you just had, this is, uh, I'm trying to, an- I'm calling to answer that question for, uh, yes, yes, the, yes. The vacation. Well, it's the Jelly of the Month Club. He got a certificate for the Jelly of the Month Club and then went ballistic. So. <laughs> yes, that is correct. And I love the show well, thank you, Beth. I appreciate that. We're going to put you on hold, and congratulations. Uh, uh, you are, in fact, a winner, and we're going to send you um, a great prize package out of the Todd Stearns Radio Show prize closet. So hang tight, Beth, and we'll get to get to you in just a moment. All right, folks, we've got to take a quick break here. This is the Todd Stearns Show. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. 
I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. I'm a huge history buff, and I love collecting uh, great historical items, and uh, some of them are new, some of them are old, but I was really excited a few days ago in the mail, I uh, got my official Newt Gingrich contract with America coin. Now, this is pretty pretty awesome. It is a, a one-ounce silver coin, and it commemorates the 1994 uh, victory that uh, an incredible moment when the Republicans under Speaker Newt uh, took control of Congress. And that was um, really when I started becoming a, a big fan of, of Rush Limbaugh and, and conservative talk radio. I was a, a young guy at the time, and uh, it, was, uh, it was really an amazing time to be a part of, of talk radio back in the day. And back then, I was, um, I was a listener. So the uh, the new Gingrich contract with America Coin is um, is a special gift from our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, and uh, they've been a longtime supporter of this radio show. And, and one of the things that that we do uh, when it comes to when it comes to our sponsors is that we vet everybody, and uh, we we are we just don't allow anybody to come onto the program and advertise, and and we are. In a lot of these cases, in a lot of the instances, uh, I am a customer as well as uh, um, a supporter of these uh, these great these great organizations like Legacy Precious Metals. So they do some incredible stuff, and uh, you got to get yourself one of these Newt Gingrich Contract with America coins. Now, what's really nice about it is you can get one for uh, Christmas if you have a loved one uh, who loves these kinds of things. Uh, they're collector's pieces. And it's just absolutely beautiful. And the detail especially, very impressive. It is a limited edition coin, and it will sell out. So you need to hop on this right away, and it is the perfect Christmas gift. Um, Again, you can order this by going to NewtGingrichSilverCoin.com. That's NewtGingrichSilverCoin.com. And use my last name, Starnes. That will activate a discount of $10 off your purchase. So, again, a discount code Starnes, Newt Gingrich, SilverCoin.com. So, there you go. All right. Um, coming up in the next hour, we're going to get into the, the details of, the, of this Hunter Biden uh, indictment. It's, it's pretty shocking stuff here, folks. And you just have to wonder, how immoral and corrupt can one family be? I mean, this is insane. They 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 make the uh, the Corleone family look like um, they're they're you know they're preachers and Sunday school teachers. It's just mind boggling. But I want to share with you a um, uh, an item, and we're going to talk about this in the next hour as well. Again, a lot of stuff going on today, folks. A lot of stuff. 
There is a brand new documentary coming out, and it's being produced by Rob Reiner, who, of course, we know as Meathead from All in the Family. And so Meathead is uh, doing a documentary called God in Country, and it is literally attacking any Christian who loves America. That's who they're go. That's who they're going after here with this uh, documentary. And you're going to be hearing a lot about this film in the coming days, uh, especially among the um, the the woke evangelical crowd. Now, I want you to understand this, and I'm going to be very clear here. If you go to church, and it doesn't matter if you're Protestant, doesn't matter if you're Catholic, if you're non-denominational, but if you're a pastor supports this documentary called God and Country, and it's going to be in major theaters around the nation. There will be a massive push to support this this film. If your pastor supports God and Country, and your, your pastor believes the message of this film that God and Country do not mix, your pastor is woke. Hate to break it to you, but your pastor's woke. The film includes interviews with people like Russell Moore, who formerly was with the Southern Baptist Convention and now heads up the far-left magazine Christianity Today. It also includes an interview with David French, who betrayed every conservative in America, and believe it or not, VeggieTales creator Phil Vischer. And I am shocked, but that guy is a total leftist loon now. So they're all featured in this documentary. And the, the point is, The message is they say that Christian nationalism is a danger to the country and to Christianity. And I want you to hear this from me. This movie is nothing more than an attempt to shame Christians into not participating in the 2024 presidential election. Well, if you vote for Trump, you just hate Jesus. You're just not a Christian. Oh, I've heard it all before. I can't tell you how many of these so-called Christians... Uh, that were friends on Facebook have like banned me or blocked me. You're just a, you're not a good person. You worship orange Jesus. It's Trump derangement syndrome on steroids. That's all this is. So anyway, uh, shame on all these people. Russell Moore of Christianity Today, shame on you, sir. David French, Phil Vischer. And by the way, what's up with Veggie Tales? We all know that. Bob the tomato is not a vegetable. He is a fruit, sir. What are you trying to pull on the good Christian children of America? No, Dieter. I, no, Ben, I don't think that's it. I, I don't think that. No. Okay, well, maybe the tomato could identify, could self-identify as a, as a vegetable. That's possible. So let me be clear. It is not a sin for a Christian to love America, Period. It is not a sin for a Christian to love America, and anyone who says otherwise is a liberal and probably a godless heathen. I mean that really that that's really all there is to that. So um, we'll be uh, we'll be monitoring this. Uh, this is but this is an attempt to really stop you, Christian American, from going and participating in the election process. That's what this is really all about here. All right, 901-260-5926 is our telephone number. That's 901-260-5926. Coming up a little bit later on the Newsmax TV show, excited to welcome Caleb Park back with us, now a Newsmax correspondent. And Colton Dixon is going to drop by. 
has a brand new Christmas single out called Home for Christmas. Uh, we're going to be able to hear some of that song, and we'll talk to Colton and see what's happening in the world of uh, music as we uh, get ready for the Yuletide season. And in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, head over to ToddSterns.com. We have all sorts of great information for you there. Uh, you can also sign up for our free newsletter and our podcast. Both of those are available for you over uh, over at the website, which is really our landing page for all things ToddSterns.com. Uh, so join our social media pages. You name it, it's right there. All right, hang tight, everybody. We've got hour two of the big show coming up. Virginia Fox will be here. Also, Congressman Eric Burleson. Your calls on this open line Friday. We'll be right back. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. All right. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Todd Starnes radio program. Happy to have you with us. Hour two of the big show. Our telephone number on this open line Friday is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Now, this is the one day of the the week that you get to phone in and you can talk about something that might be off topic. Uh, We would love to hear from you today. Again, 901-260-5926. So, um, Jamal Bowman, the, uh, the guy who um, who pulled the fire alarm, who committed the crime, and uh, the man who should be serving some jail time, the man who should have been expelled from Congress but was only censured, uh, is now making um, some comments about the Republican Party. Cut number 16. First of all, if there is anti-Semitism in Congress, it is coming from the Republican Party, not the Democratic Party, number one. All right, so let's let's address that that let's address that fact. Uh, Dylan, before the show, compiled a montage of Democrats, not Republicans, but Democrats being anti anti Semitic. Let's take a listen. Do you condone what Hamas has done, chopping off babies' heads, burning children alive, raping women in the street? You have no comment about children's heads being chopped off? Those are Rashida Tlaib's footsteps. I think we have to be balanced about bringing in the outrages against Palestinians. 15,000 Palestinians have been killed in Israeli airstrikes, three-quarters of whom are women and children. And it's horrible, but you don't see Israeli soldiers raping um, well, Dana, I think women. we're not, as all of this kind of kicked off, you and several other of your colleagues uh, released a statement calling on a, for a ceasefire mm-hmm. uh, in the region. But I wonder, what is Israel supposed to do about Hamas after they murdered, brutalized, mm-hmm. abducted over mm-hmm. a thousand of their citizens? Are they supposed to just do nothing? Well, you know, I think what's important to note about a ceasefire is that it's not one-sided. 
Hamas has been sending thousands of rockets into Israel as well. And what is important is for us to identify our goal in terms of what safety means, in terms of what defense means. But and if I, think I may, it, Congresswoman, I think the position from Israel's perspective is that there was already an attack. Mm-hmm. And Hamas already committed an attack. Mm-hmm. After that happened, do you really believe that they should not respond to that? I think what is important in terms of response is Israel does have a right to to self-defense. I think what we need to take a look at in this situation is if collective punishment qualifies as defense, if the blockade on water, food, electricity, if the dropping of white phosphorus, uh, which is an indiscriminate weapon. Okay, stop, stop, qual- stop. I, I'm sorry. I, I just can't. It's it's AOC's voice. It, it's just it's annoying. I. I would almost rather listen to Taylor Swift music, ladies and gentlemen, um, than be forced to endure uh, that again. Uh, it is difficult on the uh, the earlobes. So there you have it. Um, and I think you get the pretty pr- a pretty good gist of what's going on here. So now you're going to have Democrats up on Capitol Hill trying to convince you that, oh, no, it's the Republicans who hate the Jews. Simply not true. And I am curious, ladies and gentlemen, if if we are going to see any sort of a shift in the liberal Jews who are um, who are out there, who have been voting Democrat, who are outraged by the Democrat policies, who are outraged by what's happening on these university campuses, will they finally see the light and start voting Republican? That seems to be the big question of the day. Now, look, in the last hour, we told you about this Rob Reiner meathead film who um, Rob Reiner um, made famous by Archie Bunker. He was the uh, the moron liberal son uh, in or son-in-law on the uh, old old TV show All in the Family. And he's got a new documentary coming out. And he wants to convince all of you Christians that there's something wrong with you and that Christian nationalism is the greatest threat to American democracy. Now, this is something that just a few days ago, uh, you you had um, you had Bill Maher talking talking about this. Uh, James Carville was saying that American Christians are more dangerous than Al Qaeda. So this is the trailer of a new documentary that will be hitting the movies, uh, movie theaters in February. Cut fourteen. America and Christianity are like baseball and apple pie, and we celebrate them together. I was 16, 17 years old when I became a Christian. I'm an evangelical minister. I've been a Christian my whole life. I'm a Christian nationalist. I have nothing to be ashamed of because that's what most Americans are. Is Christian nationalism Christian? Um, no, it isn't. We should be blazing forth as a countercultural example, and instead, we're leading the charge of malice and division. Christian nationalism uses Christianity as a means to an end, that end being some form of authoritarianism. Being a Christian is about the values of inclusion. Christian nationalism is certainly not based on the values of the gospel. God wants America to be saved. They're told over and over and over again that you're in danger. You need to fight if you don't want to lose your country. We are in a civil war between good and evil. This is not a movement about Christian values. This is about Christian power. What happens to the people who don't believe this stuff? 
we are on the precipice. God is on our side. We're taking our nation back. The thing that keeps me up at night is that we lose democracy. Does that seem possible? Yes. Christianity at its best is committed to love and truth and justice. If we do this right, what a country we will be. Oh, geez. You know, you listen to this and you have to imagine the theaters are going to be are just going to be packed with all of these very large Mexican Manchu-wearing crowd people with the blue hair and the man buns and the skinny jeans and the long beards. That's what that's what's going to be happening in February. So I have a very simple question to you, uh, people of faith who are listeners of this program. Do you believe that it's okay to celebrate America and be a Christian? Because you, this documentary wants to wants to warp the thinking of next generation kids. We're talking Gen Zers. Um, and whoever the, who's coming after the Gen Zers? Do we know? Are we going to the Greek alphabet? I don't know what we're calling those people. Omegas or betas. I, probably Gen Beta. A Gen Beta? That sounds Italian. Generation Beta. Oh, Gen Beta. I yes. see. Oh, Gen Beta. I see. Thank you, mm-hmm. Ben Dieter. So I, what do we call these? So we, so we're going to call them Gen Betas. But they're they want to teach these kids. Oh, there's how to if you if you see the American flag anywhere on your church property, and God forbid in the sanctuary, you've got to you've got to run away from that church. How dare you? If you have a God and country celebration, you're a heathen. I mean, that's what they want you to believe. Are you buying into any of that? And I'm especially interested to hear from pastors. If uh, any of you ministers are out there, do you have a problem celebrating America? You know, the country was founded by people coming to this country to be able to practice their religion freely without fear of persecution. As a matter of fact, religion was a very important part of the founding of this nation. So much so that they went into the church houses to preach on election day, and then you would go and vote. And the elections turned out pretty darn good back in those days. These days, not so much. Our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Very curious to hear your thoughts on this because they want to silence people of faith. They want to neuter the Christian vote in America. And I want you to go back in time for just a moment to the the Ronald Reagan election, the, the race where he won the presidency going up against Jimmy Carter. And the only reason Ronald Reagan won, hear me on this, the only reason Ronald Reagan won is because of Jerry Falwell and Pat Robertson. Had it not been for the creation of the moral majority and the Christian coalition, Ronald Reagan would not have won that election. As a matter of fact, John McCain despised, despised evangelicals, called all of the evangelicals agents of intolerance. Those are the words coming from establishment people like John McCain back in the day. So again, 901-260. 5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. Let's uh, go to the phone lines. Connor in Boston, our 
favorite millennial. You're not a Gen Beta. Was it Beta Gen? Oh. Gen Beta. Yeah, no, I'm not one of those for sure. And I'm going to talk to you, Todd. You know, I grew up watching episodes of All in the Family. Um, I remember watching uh, Meathead. And, this I mean, he was a moron then. He's a moron now, quite frankly, in my opinion. But if Archie Bunker were here, he'd probably tell him to go stifle himself, which is what he should do. <laughs> stifle. I mean, people hate America. Hate America. They hate American values and American exceptionalism. And quite frankly, somebody ought to put together a film for all these um, matcha, you know, glorified lawn clippings, drinking uh, liberals out there, where if you don't like American values, you don't like Christianity, you don't like the American way of life, get on a plane and go to a communist country where they don't have any of those types of things. They won't because they're hypocrites. But Delta's ready whenever they are, as you so eloquently say that. Connor, I I can hear. I, I'm just I could sit here and listen to you. You've been listening to this program for a very long time, and you're picking up a lot of the sayings. Uh, I, I love it, and I know you drive around campus. A uh, Dater, you may not know this, but Connor from Boston literally used to drive around the the Harvard campus with his windows rolled down, and he would play the Todd Stearns radio show just to trigger the liberal students. Wow. You know, that is true, and the best part about it is I drive a, you know, you know I drive a Tesla. I didn't want to, I didn't want to tell people that, Connor, but uh, go ahead. Yes, you've, you've admitted it. Think I, you know, it's a fast car, so that's what I like about it. It's, you know, right here, it's good, but they think I'm one of their own, and then, you know, they find out how conservative I am, and they, the looks on their face are just priceless. You know, but I've been trying to get them to cancel me for however long I've lived here for, but, you know, they just don't want to pick a fight with me for whatever reason, so... <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that. So, so Connor, you don't have a problem with churches that might celebrate, like have like a God and country service or have an American flag in the sanctuary? Not whatsoever. I think that's, you know, like faith is a part of the American way. I mean, it was founded on Judeo-Christian values. And these people, they love living here. They love making money here. They had to get that through their head or leave. I, I love it. All right, Connor. Uh, well, look, you just put the pedal to the metal and um, do whatever you do in a Tesla. <laughs> Will do, my friend. Always All right. a pleasure. All right. Take care. Uh, Merry Christmas to you, Connor. Uh, great, great fellow there. And I uh, picked up a lot of the sayings. I love the lawn clippings. I haven't. Uh, <laughs> they drink liquefied lawn clippings. Uh, 901-260-5926. Ben Dieter, uh, we have an update to a story uh, that we brought uh, to our audience exclusively, and it involves a, a, a museum here in the Memphis area, the largest museum in Tennessee, the oldest museum in Tennessee, the Memphis uh, Brooks Museum of Art. And we told people last week that uh, they were coming under fire because they were hosting a fundraising dinner for Palestinians, and they were um, hosting a it was going to be a Muslim-centric meal. It was going to be a full halal meal. Um, and I think on the menu were some, was something called a halal duck and lacto-fermented vegetables. That's right. And fruit. 85 bucks a plate, by the way. And the booze was not included. That's right. And I was kind of surprised they were serving booze at a Muslim-themed event. Kabucha. That's usually what well, the kabucha is usually a no-no. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, we did the story and uh, let people know about this. They were not raising money for the uh, the Israelis. Their 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 uh, plight was not addressed. This was all centered on the Palestinians. And so anyway, I understand we have an update. They fired the restaurant inside the Brooks Museum. 
the museum. They're gone. They're looking Is for a that job. Right? They are. And the Brooks Museum really responded to KWAM. That's the station that you own specific. I mean, they had to address our listeners that were pretty fired up. And some of our listeners are donors. So money talks, as you know, those donors reached out to the Brooks Museum, expressed their outrage, and that is the latest coming from the museum. Wow. So so my understanding is that uh, so many – because we did, we did this story, nobody else in the, in the country um, actually did this piece, which, again, I was sort of surprised by, uh, but uh, that's the way it goes sometimes. And so a few days after uh, we told you guys about this on the radio, we wrote a story about it, and uh, then lickety-split – uh, we understand that the um, the museum sent a a letter out to all of their donors. And Ben, this morning, somebody sent me a copy of this. And I've got to read this to you. They said, it has come to our attention that the uh, dinner was misdescribed on the website. Oh, I don't think it was misdescribed. I think it was pretty spot on. The ticketing system incorrectly stated proceeds from the dinner would be donated to a Palestinian relief fund. A catering vendor who operates the cafe sought to convert the the dinner into a fundraiser without the knowledge or approval of museum leadership. The museum deeply apologizes for the incident. It violated museum policy. After becoming aware of the error... The museum canceled the dinner and terminated its contract with the catering vendor. In the words of Donald Trump, what did they say, Ben Diener? You're fired. You're fired. The museum is conducting an internal review of the incident and has instituted new protocols to ensure all communications are vetted and approved by leadership. Well, that's a very nice. Uh, look, I think they, they handled this very well. Good for the museum. Oh, they went on to say this. The Museum of Art understands the profound immorality of the brutal atrocities committed by Hamas. We are heartbroken for the Israeli and Palestinian civilians suffering in the ensuing violence as Israel seeks to defend its people as the Jewish nation. We hope for a peaceful resolution. Uh, that part of the statement tells me they have a lot of Jewish donors to that museum. So good for look, good for the museum. They did the right thing, and shame on this. Um, sh- shame on this. Um, I don't know what do you call it. Uh, the uh, loaf, loaf, loaf. The chef. Is that what they call it? All right, gotcha. Loaf, the chef. And I'm sorry, Dylan. I'm just going to have to ask. What were you telling me? We got to go to break time. Oh, geez, Lou. I'm sorry. We'll be right back. All right. Uh, wow, we've uh, we've got a lot going on, folks. My apologies. I just blew past that break. All that to say, uh, let me let me put a a bow on this uh, story from the Memphis Brooks Museum of Art. Thank you to our great audience, you folks. You lit up the phones, you sent emails, and you made a difference. And I love it when that happens. All right, hang tight. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Good to have you with us today. 
<sighs> what a day. So, Ben Dieter, I, you know, I, we're, we're an open book here on this program. And uh, some people, I, I got a note. Somebody said, you know, Starn, you, you feel a little off today. And so uh, I've been dealing with this little health issue. It's nothing terribly major. Okay, it is sort of kind of major, but it uh, <laughs> turns out I'm okay. I mean, everything is fine, uh, but it's very painful. And uh, so uh, I was at the uh, the doctor yesterday. I had to leave the studio, go to the doctor, and uh, they, they took very good care of me, and they prescribed me. Uh, some heavy, uh, some sort of a heavy dosage of a painkiller. Oh no! And I think I, I, I think I took it too late because I'm <laughs> still sort of in a fog. Oh, what does it feel like? I'm very curious. I mean, I will say, I mean, you're you're clearly okay to have a conversation. We've been talking all morning, but what does it feel like? Well, it's sort of like, I mean, it's not like some sort of an you know an LSD trip where you, you see. <laughs> Ponies that are, you know, passing rainbow flavored gas and, you yeah. know, and, and things like that. Um, and not that it's and just it's, sort of and like it's not this. Like the, the people that do the weed where they're kind of dopey, you know, you're getting out your words. I wouldn't know about that. Yeah. I would not know about that. But I, it's it's weird. I'm sort of having this not even like an out of body experience, but um, it's sort of an out of body experience right here on the. Am I tripping on that? I, I don't know. But. <laughs> So I'm, I I went downstairs to get some community coffee because this could get wild. We still have hours of radio to do. I told I told producer Dylan I said, "My gosh, if I go down there and Todd's laying on his couch, what do we do? Do we, do we wake him up or do we just let him sleep? I You've just, been working a lot, Todd. Sleep it off." <laughs> By the way, so I uh, got a call from the doctor. I I, I can't give names, but. Uh, Anyway, they they follow all the uh, proper, you know, whatever the rules and regulations. But you know how it is when you're. I mean, day before yesterday, they had to put me in the tube, the cannoli tube, and I come out, and the lady looks down at me. She goes, "Did you used to work at Fox News by any chance?" And I'm like, "Yeah, well, yes, I did." So anyway, the lady was like, "I am so the lady doctor. She, I'm so sorry. Um, I didn't realize who you were." Um, but but now I do, and my husband is a huge fan of yours. He's always talking about you. That's uncomfortable. Well, no, it's not uncomfortable. I am. You're laying there in the the little robe thing or the little cloth. No, I was on. Well, this is on the phone, oh. and I was fully clothed. <laughs> that is that would be kind of weird. <laughs> but uh, anyway, she was very kind and nice, and and um, and she said, "Well, we've got to make sure we get the you know the dosages right because you know my husband would kill me if you died." So well, I'm that's, like, well, "That's nice." I said, "Well, please tell your husband I said hello." Very nice people. Hopefully, they don't have any squabbles because that'd be the revenge. Well, this, you. Well, you see, this is why Ronald Reagan, you know, after he got shot by John Hinckley, and uh, he, when he's laying there before they're about to, you know, they're about to uh, knock him out, he he said, "Are there any Republicans here?" So, <laughs> any of you guys vote Republican? <laughs> I love that. Anyway, all that to say. My apologies, ladies and gentlemen. Then again, we could have one heck of a great fun show today. You never know. As long as you keep your clothes on, unlike the President of the United States, everything's all right. Your host, Todd Starnes. <laughs> you will never see your host, Todd Starnes, buck naked on the radio. I can promise you that, ladies and gentlemen. Promise you. <laughs> Thank God. All right. 901-260-5926. We got another trivia question. Oh, this is a great one. A Christmas story. 
Have you seen the movie? I finally, after all these years, I have finally seen A Christmas Story from beginning to end. And I don't know about you, but normally something, you know, the movie's always on, right? It's always on during Christmas time. And uh, I normally zone out right when they go to the Chinese joint. Fa-ra-ra-ra-ra. And uh, have you seen the movie, Dieter? Is this the one that has the big leg lamp, the, the yeah, lady leg? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, okay. the, the leg lamp, yeah. I actually have a family member who um, has that leg lamp, and it is currently lit. And you can see it as you're driving up, and it's in the beautiful foyer of the home. Very classy. So here's the question, a Christmas story. Um, We need to know, what does Ralphie want for Christmas? What does Ralphie want for Christmas in the great Christmas movie called A Christmas Story? Uh, Give us a call, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. And you could win a great prize package from the Todd Stern Show. I want to play some audio here. This is a pronoun-confused TikToker, and you, you sort of feel bad for these people, uh, but there's they've got some mental cases uh, over at TikTok, and uh, this individual is uh, very emotional, uh, officially coming out of the alphabet activist closet. Um, cut number 15. My name is Diddy. I'm sorry, what? And I'm non binary. <laughs> I'm sorry. My pronouns are she, they. And I'm queer. And this is me officially coming out. <laughs> oh my god. Feels really good. That's good. <sighs> Hi. My name is Diddy. I am non binary. My pronouns are she, they. <laughs> I'm sorry. So what is it? So her name is her name is Diddy, as in P Diddy, P Diddy. All right. So Diddy there is a very happy. You know, at first when you hear this, um, you you feel great sorrow. You're like, oh my gosh, this person is in distress, and um, she is just like you would expect. It just imagine in your mind a female who thinks she's a dude and. Um, she goes by the name Diddy, and I'm sure you have an image of that person in your mind right now. That's exactly what that person looks like. I, I don't even have to ask you what that, but you know what this person, for some reason, and we don't mean to stereotype here, but there's a certain, it's a certain look. And I don't know, maybe it's just, maybe that's just the way things are. But anyway, uh, this person, Diddy, uh, says that they're uh, very excited, very happy to come out. But I'm confused here. And I, I Dieter, you were listening to this here. Can we go back through Dylan? And and I just want to understand because um, Miss Diddy is a biological female, <laughs> as as near as we can tell. Now, she said she's non-binary, 
but then goes on to identify as other things. Let's uh, take take a listen again. My name is Diddy. Oh, God, Diddy. And I'm non-binary. <laughs> My pronouns are she, they, and I'm queer. Wait, I thought she was non-binary. And this is me officially coming out. As what? Queer or non-binary? And what's coming out? Oh, my God. It's coming out. Oh, God. This feels really good. What is she doing? She may have been been constipated. I don't know it. (laughs) Because when it comes out, you know, you feel better. You feel really good, don't you? You do. I... I'm not, you know, I'm not non-binary, but I agree with Diddy on that one. All right. No, so she is pan, Todd. She's pan. A pan? No, she's identifying as pan and poly. Pan, pansexual, polysexual, non-binary. That's a lot to fit in there. If you're pansexual, you love all of the above. But Diddy's a big girl, so maybe there's a lot, there's enough gender to go around. I, I don't know. Uh, let's go to the phones here. Jeez, uh, Lou. Uh, 901-260-5926 is our number. Uh, let's, let's go to Georgia. Angela is on the line. Angela, how are you today? I'm well, Todd. How are you? Uh, Angela, I'm doing good. Uh, a little confused right now with uh, Miss Diddy here, uh, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's late on a, it's late on a Friday. What are you going to do? Exactly. All right. We're going to help you win a prize here, Angela. Um, we want to know the Christmas story. By the way, have you seen the movie A Christmas Story? Oh, yes. Many, many times. Right, and you've seen it from, from start to, to finish? Correct. Wow. Is it is it just me? I'm just, I have a hard time finishing these Christmas movies. But I, I'm, I'm making a commitment this year to watch all of these all the way through. So here... <laughs> Here we go, Angela. Angela's like, can we just get on with this? i got to get on with my life. (laughs) All right, Angela. Here we go. A Christmas story. What does Ralphie want for Christmas? A Red Ryder BB gun. What would you like for Christmas? Horrified. I heard myself blurted out. I want an official Red Ryder carbon action 200 air range ball air rifle. Ooh. No. Shoot your eye out. Oh, no. It was the classic mother BB gun block. (laughs) You'll shoot your eye out. Uh, Guess what, Angela? You're the winner. Congratulations. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Wow. That was a lot of work. I hope the prize is worth it. (laughs) Anything would be wonderful. Angela, we're going to send you a signed copy of uh, my new book, Our Daily Biscuit, Devotions with a Drawl. Uh, you're going to love this one. A lot of great stories, a lot of humor, and some delicious recipes as well. Thank you so much, Todd. I listen to you daily. I absolutely love your show. I absolutely love how just open and honest that you are about everything. And I have been wanting to read this book for a long time. Well, now, the, so I'm know, very excited. I probably shouldn't have shared about the drugs, right? Yeah, that was probably a little <laughs> oversharing. But uh, <laughs> Angela, hang tight. Uh, we're we're going to get you hooked up here. Uh, ben will get on the line. And yeah, Grace Baker said, Todd, you overshared. Jeez, I, I try not to do that, Grace. My apologies. Oh, by the way, uh, Paul Shanklin uh, writing in um, regarding uh, Diddy and uh, Dylan. Paul wants to know, um, it sounds like she may have m- multiple personalities. 
Um, and he wants to know uh, on the Diddy side: Is her name uh, Diddy, as in do wad Diddy Diddy Dum Diddy Do? Is that we? <laughs> I don't know. I think the show's officially gone off the the rails right now. Uh, more trivia coming up, ladies and gentlemen. We do have to take a break, and I know you love Newsmax. And they have been so good to us. They are great partners of the Todd Stearns Radio Show. As a matter of fact, in the next hour, we simulcast uh, that hour on Newsmax. Um, and Newsmax is making some changes. First of all, they had to stop their free stream on the app. So many of you I know are missing uh, some of Newsmax's best shows like Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling, and Greta Van Susteren. Uh, so they launched Newsmax Plus, and more than 175,000 people have already signed up, which is pretty awesome. And I think it tells you a lot about the Newsmax product. Newsmax Plus is going to let you watch the Newsmax channel on your phone or home TV. And with Newsmax Plus, you get into their streaming channel and lots more documentaries, movies, specials, you name it. And of course, the best Donald Trump coverage everywhere. Just unbelievable. So get Newsmax Plus right now. Will not cost you a penny. All you need to do is go to NewsmaxPlus.com for your free trial. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. There is absolutely no risk. So go to NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Happy to have you with us. Uh, Let's go to the phone lines. Sean, listening to us on WLOB, the Big Lobster. That's Ray Richardson country. Hey, Sean, what's going on? Oh, not much. How are you? Sean, I I think I'm doing well. Uh, Thank you for asking. Yeah, so I was asked to tell the story because it's kind of funny. I was calling in to get the Red Rider prize, and uh, as I called in, the gentleman asked my name. And I told him what my name was, and then it switched over the recording. Well, the problem was Diddy was going off, and I honestly thought Diddy was your receptionist freaking out on the phone. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm asking a question. Are you all right? Are you okay? Can I help you? Thinking, because, again, the timing was impeccable. And so ultimately I, 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 I asked before it switched over, after I realized the whole Pan, Tran, XYZ, ABC, Alphabet Soup stuff, I said, uh, well, I guess I can't help you. You need psychiatric help. And then it switched over, and I realized what was going on. I kind of felt foolish, but I had a laugh. Oh, this is good stuff. I- <laughs> Dieter, who knew you were Pity- P. Diddy? Oh, Diddy. my God. Or, Pity or, Diddy. Or that Todd's receptionist is pansexual. Who knew? Well, Todd's you know. an equal employer. You know, we we don't judge here on the Todd Stearns radio program. So if I may, and I apologize because my whole goal was to win the prize with the Red Rider rocket shotgun or whatever. Go ahead, Sean. I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know what's going on in the show today. But something has been plaguing me a little bit. The one thing that I've been challenged with is where does our country get off telling a morally sound country what they can and cannot do? Um, I find it abhorrent that we actually... uh, you know, feel like we have the right or obligation to tell Israel how they can and cannot defend themselves. I fully stand behind them. I I feel bad for the Palestinian people, particularly the children, but that has no bearing on this. I, I We had that whole thing in Lewiston, and my wife came in and said, hey, you know, we've got an attack up in Lewiston, and it was two. And I lived in Memphis for about 15 years, and my first thought, because of the timing of it, was that we were getting attacked by terrorists that it was beginning because I fully expect it's coming. So I dug out my AR and loaded up about 30 magazines of ammunition. It was ready to rock and roll. But um, 
So I, you know, that's where my mind is right now. I'm, I'm kind of disgusted with our government telling Israel what they can and cannot do. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Sean, and I, I say we get out of the way and let Israel do what they need to do. They're one of the few allies that, that really doesn't ask us. that Their hand is not out every single day. They just want to be left alone so they can do what needs to be done. And it's it's not right for Joe Biden or anybody else in this administration to go in there and tell them, you know, now's the time to, to ease up on Hamas. Absolutely not. Let them destroy Hamas. And I also had one other thought as I was thinking about this, too. So you watch all these protests, and you've got these fellas marching around with the, the Hamas bandanas on them. And I'm thinking to myself, if this fella shows up in my dooryard, I'm thinking it's a terrorist, and I'm probably going to open fire because I'm not going to allow what happened in Israel to happen to my family. And, you know, I'm thinking to myself, where, where do we stand legally in a situation like that? I mean, I'm sure they try to, you know, send me to jail and make me the terrorist somehow. But, again, I'm just thinking to myself, this, this behavior is intolerable. It should be unacceptable, and I don't know why we're not nixing it. You know, it should be gone. It should be done with. It's a great point you raised, Sean. And I'll tell you what, you've been such a great caller. Where did Sean go? Sean, call us back. Um, when Sean calls back, let's let's get Sean um, a copy of the, the Biscuit book, and uh, we'll thank him for his efforts. So that was funny stuff there, Sean. Appreciate that. All right. Uh, coming up, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we've got uh, Congresswoman Virginia Fox and Congressman Eric Burleson joining us. Also, something very strange happened in Atlanta yesterday. Someone tried to burn down MLK Jr., Martin Luther King Jr.'s birth home in Atlanta. And there is now some speculation that this was part of a of an Antifa plot to try to stoke the fires of racism once again. And uh, we're, we're going to get into this. It's a very strange thing. But fortunately, somebody was there, saw what was happening, and filmed the woman. And by the way, um, it was a black woman trying to burn down MLK Jr.'s home. If she had not have been caught, how do you think the media would have played the story? Uh, We'll talk more about it coming up next. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starks. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. And hello, America. Welcome to the Todd Starks Radio Program. Very happy to have you with us today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Today is Open Line Friday. Uh, We are also going to be doing some trivia and, of course, we've got some uh, great uh, topics to, to jump into. Write down our telephone number. You will need this if you want to call in, 901-260-5926. Again, our telephone number, 901-260-5926. And, of course, we also want to welcome in all of our Newsmax viewers now listening to our simulcast on Newsmax 2. Megan Kelly, just a few moments ago, uh, sat down for an interview with Glenn Beck and Here's what she had to say about President Trump. Do you think that Donald Trump has faded from where he was in 2020? Yeah, I do. 
I mean, I take him over Joe Biden any day of the week. Joe yeah, Biden, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's going to, you know, fill out this term. Never mind a second. But there's no question Trump has lost a step, or multiple steps. He is confusing Joe Biden for Obama. I know he's now saying he intentionally mm. did that. Go back and look at the clips. It wasn't intentional. It was very, it, look, any of us could have a slip of, of the tongue, but it's happening to him repeatedly. The reference about how somebody's going to get us into World War II, um, confusing countries, confusing cities where he is. And it's happening more and more. With all due respect to Trump, this is what happens when you're 77 years old. Yeah. Trump seems inhuman, but he's not inhuman. He's a human. He's a, he's a man. DeSantis' line about father time spares no one was a good one. Um, so, look, if it's between Trump and Biden, I don't think there's any question who's more fit and who's capable. But are we really going to pretend that Donald Trump is just as vibrant and mentally sharp as he was in 16? Uh, okay. So, curious to hear your thoughts on this. Do you believe, ladies and gentlemen, that President Trump has lost a step or, as Megyn Kelly said, multiple steps, that he is not the same guy? And, I mean, basically, she she is suggesting he may not be as bad as Biden, but he's getting there. So I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this. But but again, there's another issue here. Understand this is why Donald Trump doesn't want to do the debates, because Megyn Kelly just confessed that she has an opinion about something. She cannot be a fair and balanced moderator if Donald Trump was up on that, up on that stage. So Donald Trump, once again, I would say he's uh, pretty shrewd here. I do think that he needs to debate, but ultimately that's going to be his decision to make. And the the liability is that Donald Trump will not just be debating the presidential candidates up on that stage, but Donald Trump will in fact be debating the moderators, people like the Megyn Kellys of the world. And that's not really a big surprise, uh, but that's uh, what Trump is, is having to deal with and put up with. But again, Megyn Kelly coming out and saying that President Trump has lost a step. Do you believe that is the case, that President Trump is uh, in in a state of mental decline, as Megyn Kelly says? I don't see that. And by the way, yeah, a lot of us do get confused about who's running the White House. Is it Biden? Is it Obama? So yeah, I get that. And that's not just Trump who uh, gets a little confused about who's actually running things up at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. Now, I want to talk about Hunter Biden. And there are some pretty salacious allegations coming out in this indictment. Uh, Hunter Biden um, indicted yesterday, late yesterday, in California, failure to pay taxes over a multiple years. But inside these uh, documents, it turns out that Hunter Biden spent some insane amount of money on some really naughty behavior. According to the, the Justice Department, Biden spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on adult entertainment, women, including a sex club membership and strippers. He's been a bad, bad boy. All right, so here are some of the allegations. Uh, Number one, Joe Biden, or rather Joe, my apologies. Hunter allegedly spent $872,000 on various women and adult entertainment. Jeez, a 
From 2016 to 2019, Biden allegedly spent $683,212 paying for various women, including people he had romantic or sexual relationships with. He spent $188,960 on adult entertainment. You see, this is why people are cutting the cord with cable. You know, it's just getting really pricey, all those extra channels. Um, Among other things, he spent about $10,000 on a sex club membership, exotic dancers, and strip clubs. According to the indictment between 2016 and 2020, uh, he spent money on drugs, escorts and girlfriends, luxury hotels and rental properties, exotic cars, clothing, and other items of a personal nature. He did everything except pay for his taxes. Oh, they've got the goods on him. While he reviewed the schedules for office expenses and professional and outside services, um, he highlighted with a yellow highlighter his personal expenses that should not be deducted. He failed to identify a $1,500 Venmo payment back in 2018 to an exotic dancer at a strip club as a personal expense rather than a business expense. This guy, it's folks, it's just insane. This is one nasty guy here. Uh, Biden also claimed that money paid to sexual and romantic partners were wages to reduce his tax burden. So they were on the clock? Is that what they're is that what he's suggesting? Do they get workman's comp? I mean, you know, when you're twirling around on that pole, I mean, you could, I don't know, throw out a hip. I mean, it's, if you've got one of the big, uh, you know, they do the dances with the uh, with the snakes wrapped around them and the snake could bite them. I mean, is that a workman's comp issue? Just asking. Item number four, Biden allegedly falsely claimed that stripper and sex club payments were business expenses. He also circled one payment for over $1,200 for airline tickets for an exotic dancer to fly from Los Angeles to New York in 2018. Now, Ben Dieter, I want you to do me a favor here. We're going to do some math. Could you please go to, I don't know, was it, um, what, is it Expedia.com or Priceline.com uh, where you get your airline tickets? That's right. All right, what, find out the cheapest airline ticket from Los Angeles to New York. Will you do that and just jump back in when you find that information? Yes. All right, we're going to put a pin in that one for just a moment. Uh, Biden also allegedly spent thousands on his business line of credit at a strip club. Okay, (laughs) so what kind of a person actually has a credit line at a strip club? Clearly, Hunter Biden does. In truth, the defendant had used the business line of credit to pay for luxury hotels, restaurants, high-end clothing, and other personal items in New York and in California back in 2018. Um, He also made a $774 Venmo payment to an exotic dancer in April. All right, there you go. I got the Priceline ticket. I'm All right, uh, break the news to us here. Well, it depends on the value of these exotic dancers. If they're cheap, he put them on the 199 Spirit flight. Now... Delta has one for two thirty eight. Two hundred and thirty eight. So what Not I'm bad. trying to get so Spirit Airlines. Yeah. Now I have to imagine that would be the airline of choice for hookers and, right. and strippers, right? I mean it's a cheap right. You're trying to get from point A to point B. <laughs> Is that true? 
Allegiant, maybe. I, Allegiant. Jeez, oh, that's terrible. May I just say, if you are flying either Spirit or Allegiant, you might want to bring your own wet wipes. Just kind of give everything a good wipe down before you take a seat. <laughs> I'm just saying. But my point is, unless they he would he had to have been flying the strippers and the exotic dancers first class. I mean, that's a lot of money for an airline ticket. And as you just pointed out, Ben Dieter, um, you know, William Shatner, he's the Priceline negotiator. You know, Bill Shatner is going to get your hooker there uh, for, you know, at least half the price. That's right. At least on the airline ticket. I'm telling you, folks, it is a mess and shame on this family. Can you imagine what must have happened in this guy's childhood that caused him to be the way he is? And keep in mind, the sister is just as messed up as he is. And she was the one, Ashley Biden, who um, wrote and journaled about taking nude showers with daddy. And, uh, well, yeah, it, it's the lunch hour, I understand. So we're just going to bypass that. All right, we got to take a break here, folks. Uh, look, let me explain what this is all about. There are two things going on here. Number one, number one, they don't want Hunter Biden to testify before the House Oversight Committee next week. The subpoenas have been issued. You think it's a coincidence that, that the indictments were dropped yesterday? I don't think so. Or, or number two, they are trying to force Biden out of office, and they're dangling this. And by dangling this, I mean the indictment uh, as a way to force his hand. Joe, here's how it's going to work. If you don't resign, if you don't announce that you're only going to be a one-term president, we're going after your boy. That's but what they may have underestimated here is that Biden may very well cut the sun loose. I mean, it, it could be something as simple as that. But there's a lot going on here. This is a nasty family. They need therapy. They need counseling. They don't need to be anywhere near 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Got to take a break. This is the Todd Stern Show. All right, welcome back, everybody. This is the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Happy Friday to you. Open line Friday, 901-260-5926 is our telephone number. I want to go right now to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Uh, great to have uh, the great congresswoman from North Carolina's 5th Congressional District, Virginia Fox, with us. Uh, Virginia, good to have you on the program today. Well, thank you very much, Todd. I need to take you around so you can introduce me everywhere I go. <laughs> well, you're kind to say that. Um, I I have to I have to say how um, how excited I am uh, to see that uh, that you guys are launching this formal investigation into what's happening at Harvard and the University of Pennsylvania and MIT. Uh, were you surprised at the reaction nationally to what we learned from these university presidents a few days ago? We have been a little surprised at how strong the reaction has been, but very pleased because of what has been going on on the campuses. And then to see uh, these presidents not being able to give a straight answer on whether calling for the genocide of Jews violated their codes of conduct. They obviously should have said yes, 
And I'm pleased that this has gotten so much press and that people have responded. We're getting calls and letters from people I don't even know. You know, there's a song about that, I think, we're about this. But the testimony confirmed what we already knew, that college administrators have largely stood by as these anti-Semitic and hateful protests have engulfed our campuses. And, Todd, the, the average person understands this is wrong why university administrators don't understand it, and why students, non-Jewish students and, and, and others, don't understand how horrible this is. Well, and, and it's not just, you know, this is, yes, we've been focusing on, on Jewish students uh, since October 7th, but this is the same type of behavior that's been directed at, at Christian students, at conservative students Absolutely. on these university campuses. Absolutely. That they, it's, so, it's okay to vilify someone's religion. That is the group of people that is still there to be vilified on the campuses, and we have talked about that before. And by the way, our first freedom is freedom of religion. That's what the Constitution talks about. That's what's so important. And these people are being threatened because of their religion and for Israeli students who are here studying for their country of origin. And that's just absolutely wrong. So, so let's talk about this investigation. Uh, what, are you, what are you guys going to be looking for? Well, we'll, it'll be wide-ranging, and it won't just be Harvard, UPenn, and MIT. We want to do this for a lot of campuses. Um, we, we're putting people on notice that that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to send out detailed letters requesting a host of documents related to institutions, policies, and procedures. And there will help us. That will help inform the next steps of the investigation. This is not going to be just a one-shot deal. We're going to continue to reveal what's wrong and to hold these schools accountable. This is the most effective method the committee has to hold colleges accountable. You know, I've been calling attention to what's rotten in the colleges and universities most of my life, certainly since I've been in Congress. And it's terribly unfortunate that it took um, October 7th to call these people out. Because I've been talking about it, as I said. You know, I'm a former college president. I'm a former university administrator. And I've always believed in the greatness of education and what education can do to help people get out of poverty, to advance in their lives through learning more skills. But, But our education system is just not doing that these days. And we are giving them trillions of dollars for from hard-working taxpayers, the majority of whom have never gone to college. So it's time for us to hold them accountable for all the money they're getting and the, um, the opposition to what has made our country great. There's no moral leadership on these campuses. They're not teaching about the freedoms that we have and the great country we had based on our Constitution 
and the people who sacrificed so much who've come before us. We've got about 45 seconds here. So let's say investigation is complete and you realize you've got, you have the evidence. What can be done? Are we talking about defunding these universities? What, what's the consequence? Absolutely. If we find that civil rights have been violated, which we believe have been uh, because of the attack on people's religions, but then we want to ensure that the Department of Education has strong enforcement actions, and that could include pulling federal funding. No federal funds should flow to colleges that fail to protect students. And so that's we don't know that that's going to happen, but we think it may lead to that. We'll take this investigation as far as we can go. All right. Well, Congresswoman, we are going to leave it there. Uh, you've got a lot of people listening to you around the nation that are are, are just applauding uh, the efforts of you and your fellow Republicans up on Capitol Hill. So we thank you for that and uh, wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holiday. No, oh, thank you, Todd, and I appreciate your having me on. By the way, I have a face for radio, not for TV, so thanks for letting me do this. Like you this. look great. You look great, Congresswoman. Uh, you look wonderful. All right, we've got we've to leave it there. 901-260-5926. Great lady right there, Virginia Fox. We'll be right back, America. done so, uh, head over to Amazon or Barnes & Noble, wherever you get your books, and pre-order a copy of my brand new book coming out in March. It's called Twilight's Last Gleaming, Can America Be Saved? President Trump wrote the foreword uh, to the book, and uh, we've got a long, long list of endorsers, including uh, friends like Congressman Jim Jordan, Senator Marsha Blackburn, Congressman David Kustoff, and uh, many others. So we would love for you to go over there, go ahead and pre-order a copy, and it'll be in bookstores in March, but we'd love for you to pre-order a copy today. Well, again, we've been talking about the breaking news from last night, the indictment of Hunter Biden facing a number of charges. Uh, Let's go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, say hello to our good friend, Congressman Eric Burleson from Missouri. Congressman, hope you're doing well. I'm doing great. Thank you, Todd. Congressman, I want to get your reaction to the indictments coming down last night. You know, a lot of people are saying it's very suspect seeing how uh, he's supposed to be testifying or meeting behind closed doors with uh, your committee next week. Yeah, well, I I think we I think this is good news. I think that this is um, um, giving me some renewed hope into our justice system. I, I was. I think that the sad part is that we only got here because of two brave IRS whistleblowers who came forward and uh, and told America, told our committee about how they were thwarted at every step of the way in their investigation of, of Hunter Biden and his inability to pay taxes on the millions of dollars that were flowing into his accounts. You know, it just so seems to me, it kind of I think that it, seems it embarrassed. To me. Let me jump in here. It seems to me, had this been any other American citizen, they would have already been behind bars. I mean, the bending over backwards for Hunter Biden, this is just inexcusable. It is inexcusable, Todd. And they, the, what, what, was, what would have been absolutely you know, unacceptable was the plea deal that he was originally going to get. 
and which is was a misdemeanor. He was not going to have to his. I think his fines were pretty minimal, and he was going to get away with the gun charge. So, thank goodness we had the IRS whistleblowers come forward. We were able to shed light on on their uh, on all the activities of the FBI and the lack of effort at the Department of Justice to prosecute him and by the the district um, prosecutor in Delaware. So because because that all became exposed, I think that they were too embarrassed to allow it to go forward as a misdemeanor charge. So I'm grateful to see that Hunter at least is is going to be charged with uh, more serious crimes. Uh, are are you confident that? Uh, and again, I think there are just there are two different issues here. Number one, we're dealing with Hunter Biden and his alleged criminal activity. Number two, I'm concerned about the behavior of the the deep state, the people in the FBI, the people in the Internal Revenue Service, of uh, the people that were not only not doing their jobs, they were preventing others from going after the bad guy. In this case, Hunter Biden. Are those people going to be held accountable? It, it doesn't appear so, Todd. And and I've been, I have been uh, saying to the conference and to the speakers, the speakers, because we've had multiple ones this year, that in my opinion, until we actually do, until we fire some people or use the Holman rule, which allows us to zero out someone's salary, and we it's we need to set an example or a few examples. Uh, for example the assistant district prosecutor from Delaware, uh, Wolf, who tipped off the Biden administration before the IRS came in and searched uh, Hunter's storage unit. That person should not have her job, and, and she probably should be prosecuted for what she did. We, but, we, but the fact is, like, I submitted that as, a, as an amendment. There's been multiple other uh, abuses that have been done by other people that have been submitted as amendments. And sadly, Todd, like our colleagues do vote down the Holman rule amendments time and time again, or, well, I, actually what I should say is that the vast, that the majority of the Republicans will vote for it, but we have too many Republicans joining with the Democrats to kill them. It, it, it's just mind boggling. And, and I know that uh, people are literally yelling at their radios right now yelling at their TV screens or if they're watching Newsmax, saying, are, are you kidding me? Um, it, it, it's so frustrating that we these people are never held accountable. And it illustrates this double, not only a double standard, but that the deep state is really almost uh, untouchable uh, when it comes to, to, targeting, to, to, to targeting people and giving cover for the Democrats. Yeah, and I would encourage your listeners to reach out to their member of Congress and demand more. Um, we, we had an amendment that came up. Matt Gates presented an amendment to stop the FBI's new headquarters, right? They, they're building a, an, a massive brand new headquarters. And I can't think of a worse time to reward the FBI who has been investigating parents as terrorists at school board meetings, who has been investigating the Catholic church, the same FBI that, that um, said that the, Hunter Biden laptop wasn't real, that it was Russian disinformation, that, that uh, worked with Twitter and other social media companies to block and to suppress the story. I can't think of a worse time to reward uh, an agency that will not, that has not been investigating the Bidens, that is, that has turned away the 1023 document 
and didn't follow through and investigate it. So I can't think of the worst thing to do than to reward them. Well, so so why are why are we rewarding them? As far as I know, uh, we we do have Republican control of the House of Representatives. You guys control the purse strings. Why aren't we doing that? Well, that's it. it Matt Gates put forward the amendment to strip that money, and uh, you know I, I can't remember what the vote was, but half of the Republicans, close to half the Republicans, voted to strip the money and the, the remainder voted with the Democrats to keep the, the money intact. It, it's it's so, just uh, it's insane. Just it, it, yes, it is. And the Republicans are going to keep messing around and we're going to, we're going to lose control. People are getting really sick and tired of it. And, and I hope, do you have confidence that Speaker Johnson is, is going to back you guys up moving forward? Um, I, I think Mike Johnson has all the intentions in the world oh, of Lord. doing the, the most conservative things that he can. I, I sometimes think that because when you look at our conference and the lack of backbone of, of a lot of members to do the right thing, I think that Johnson is put in a rock and a hard between a rock and a hard place where he knows that he can't get the votes on say things like the, what's really concerning me is this new national defense authorization act that's coming forward where we, we were trying to correct all the wrongs of the military where they're spending money on these woke, um, you know, and critical race theory and uh, diversity, equity, inclusion offices. Uh, we were trying to stop them from funding the travel uh, for abortions. And, but we, but unfortunately, Todd, we can't get all of those provisions or any of those provisions in the bill. And in addition, they're going to tack on a reauthorization of FISA, a clean reauthorization for through April. And this is a FISA has got a lot of issues there. It has been abused hundreds of thousands of times on the American citizens where the FBI has been basically combing through American citizens, electronic medical or not medical records, electronic records um, that are that pertain to them. And uh, it's just it's been an abuse. It's been abused and we're going to renew it. It it just seems to me, Congressman, it seems to me that. When you know when you're, you're Speaker Johnson, there's not a rock and a hard place. It's right or wrong, right or wrong. I mean, it's a pretty simple thing, and I, I it just frustrates me that uh, the the party gets bogged down in, in all of this. And I appreciate you trying to do uh, the right thing here, and and let's hope that um, a lot of people light up the switchboard over at Capitol Hill, Congressman. Real quick yes, before we because, yeah, uh, go ahead. I will say quickly, like right now is the time to make those phone calls because members are being whipped right now. We're getting the whip team making texts and phone calls as we speak, uh, asking members how they're going to vote on the the, the NDAA bill and the FISA reauth. So call your member of Congress right now. All right. So there you have it, folks. And uh, we will put that number in our live show blog. So you'll be able to directly call the House switchboard. And you've got to do it today. You heard Congressman Burleson. You've got your marching orders. And, uh, Congressman, we are going to leave it there and wish you and your family back home in Missouri a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thank you. You too, Todd. Merry Christmas, sir. All right. There you go. Wow. So, yeah, it's okay to be frustrated, folks, but we've got an opportunity to move the needle right now. And with the power of the Todd Stern Show audience and the Newsmax audience, we could make a pretty serious uh, um, impact today. So get to calling uh, the folks up on Capitol Hill. Also, uh, today is uh, trivia. We're throwing out trivia questions and a chance for you to win a a great prize from the 
Todd Stern Show. It's a signed copy of my latest book, Our Daily Biscuit, Devotions with a Drawl. So here is the question. What does Frosty say when he comes to life in Frosty the Snowman, the TV special? What does Frosty say when he comes to life in the Frosty the Snowman TV movie? If you know the answer, give us a call, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Hope you're having a great day wherever you might be across the nation. By the way, uh, coming up on our Newsmax show, uh, which uh, starts in about 10 minutes, we've got um, a great musical artist, Colton Dixon, uh, an incredible contemporary Christian artist, and you might remember him from back in the American Idol days. Great guy, Colton is. And also Caleb Park, uh, Newsmax correspondent, going to be weighing in on some of the big stories happening around the country. I want to go to the phone lines, though, because we have a trivia question on the table. Let's go to Statesville, North Carolina. Brandon is hanging out with us, WSIC, our great radio affiliate there. Hi, Brandon. How are you today? Uh, Doing pretty good, Mr. Starnes. How are you doing? Brandon, I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. So I'm going to ask you the question, and I'm even going to give you a multiple choice just to make it a little bit fun here. Uh, so what? Oh, you ain't got to do that, <laughs> Brandon. I've worked very hard here coming up with this uh, oh, this information. Okay. So you're, you're kind of taking the fun out of it, Brandon. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I'm All right, sorry. Dieter, you got to do a better job call screening here. I mean, Brand Brandon's jumping the gun. <laughs> Diddy Dieter over here. What can I say? Diddy Dieter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brandon. We need to know what did Frosty say when he came to life? Uh, did he say howdy, y'all? Did he say it's cold out here, or did he say happy birthday? He said happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, congratulations there, uh, Brandon. Uh, and by the way, not you nailed the accent too. Well done, sir. Ah, well, thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> wow, I, the, the guy he's got he's got the chops here. Well done, uh, Brandon. Hang tight. We're going to put you on hold, and uh, we're going to get you set up with a um, with a great prize here. And uh, we appreciate you uh, playing a trivia today. All right, uh, brand new survey uh, just came out, uh, and by the, these are the these are the interactive polls. So they take all the major polls and they put them together, and they come out with uh, with these numbers, and it is just it's devastating for for Ron DeSantis. I mean, just devastating. So right now, according to the latest uh, national poll, this would be Emerson, uh, the interactive polls, uh, Trump 47%, Biden at 43%. When you break it down in the primaries, though, this is just, it's brutal. Trump is at 64%. He is 50 points over his nearest competitor. That would be Nikki Haley at 14%. Then you have Ron DeSantis at 7%. Vivek Ramaswamy at four percent, and Chris Christie um, at the uh, the bottom there at four percent. So it is it it's not looking good for for Ron. Um, sorry, Governor, this is not your year. All right, let's go to the phones here. 901-260-5926. Dave in Washington wants to weigh in on the border crisis. 
And Dave, it is a mess right now. I think Lukeville, Arizona is ground zero. Yes, you're correct, and I love your show. Thank you. Uh, I'm a retired Marine Corps sergeant, and I have a suggestion that could uh, help correct all this border crossing with the illegals. If they get arrested, border uh, the uh, border men who are of military age, arrest them and immediately um, put them into the U.S. military of their choice or the government's choice, preferably the Marines or the U.S. Army or whichever one. And when the word gets around, it's going to reduce the uh, amount of military-aged men crossing that border. Dave, this is interesting because we we were talking about this earlier in the week. That's what the Democrats want to do. The Democrats want them to serve in the military and then get citizenship. Uh, But we've been talking to a lot of military folks who say that is a really bad idea and that, you know, though you're not going to be able to trust them. And their concern is that we might actually and inadvertently be training up an army that would literally turn against us. Would you have that kind of a concern? Well, not really. Um, (laughs) Because of of what I've been doing when I was in the Corps is – actually helping train uh, people who are from other parts of the world who have came over legally to the U.S. but yet wanted to join the service. And they turned out to be excellent people. Interesting. Well, we've got to do something here, Dave, uh, but this is unacceptable that you have all these people. And we're looking at just, uh, we're we're looking at the video of just hundreds of these military-aged young men uh, very well groomed. Very, they're clothed uh, in in very nice uh, outfits, and they're literally running across our border and border security, giving those guys a fist bump. Yeah, I know. Uh, of course, if the if the border people would make an announcement, uh, telling uh, you know across the border with loudspeakers or whatever that if you cross this border and we arrest you, you will go into the military service. That may change their way of thinking. Well, it's it's a great fair point, Dave, and, and I certainly appreciate your call, and thank you for, for listening and watching uh, our, our show. Um, folks, we're going to be keeping an eye on this. Uh, coming up in the next hour, we're going to be checking in with Caleb Park and Colton Dixon on the Newsmax show. For our Memphis area listeners, or maybe you live in the, in the West Tennessee area, uh, come on out tonight to Bellevue Baptist Church the annual Singing Christmas Tree production is getting underway. A cast of over a 1,000 people. It's going to be an absolutely fantastic night. Stern's family will be there on the front row, and we'd love for you to come by and say hello, and uh, we would love to be able to, to meet you and, and to shake your hand. And then for the Memphis listeners, um, right after the show, head over to Avenida Watermark. That's over in Germantown. And uh, we're going to have a wonderful get-together, food, beverage. Uh, Come over and visit. Love to say hello to you uh, as we uh, fellowship together for a wonderful event at the Avenida Watermark. Uh, That's over off of uh, Germantown Parkway and Wolf River. So we'd love to have you over there if, um, if you're in the neighborhood. And all you folks outside of Memphis, don't worry. We're coming to your town as well. We are already lining up cities for our big book tour starting in March. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And I can promise you, we're going to hit a lot of the cities uh, where our show is broadcast. So you guys be patient. We're coming to town and might even bring um, Dieter and Grace Baker along too. Somebody's got to drive. So 
we're, we're, we're going to definitely consider that. All right, folks, you get out there. Have a great Friday. And whatever you do, folks, be sure to go to church this weekend. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.